Hello. What are we doing? I'm eating fries. What are you doing? I was going to actually steal a fry, but oh. I am riding in the car that you're driving. Oh, I'm driving? Driving. Are you sure? Uh-huh. I thought this car was controlling itself. We do not have a self-driving car, though that would okay. kind of be nice, because like, I really don't enjoy driving. I should put my hand back at the steering wheel. But the only reason I want a self-driving car is I want to be able to have to be able to move around in the back, like like you can in a train or anything. And you can't do that with a car. It's not really safe. So I feel like so, the future would be more like you rent a self-driving car. Because hopefully we're at a point where nobody owns cars anymore. Because cars are just a pain in the butt. They home. said that, well, what was it that you can't, there's certain like rules about cars. I don't know if it's European cars or something like that, but like they're not allowed to sell new, I don't know, there's something different about like a certain type of engine they can't sell anymore after the year 2020 or something like that. Is that here or in Europe? It might be in Europe. Okay, we do have emission standards that, of course, certain politicians are trying to cause not to happen. Yeah. Because who cares about the earth? You who know? cares about the earth? If it was the latest statistic was 12% by in 80 years? 12% of what? The temperature raising. Oh, I heard like 12 degrees. Maybe oh, 12, 12 degrees, yeah, 12 degrees. Maybe it is 12%, though, because 12 degrees. Well, either one's pretty bad. Yeah. So, try not to kill your planet. Try to. Everybody should set up their own compost. As that heard, helps. Because I heard an older person say not long ago, well, we won't have to worry about it. Yes! <laughs> exactly. Oh my goodness, that was really frustrating. Yeah. But then that person. Another person nearby said, like, well, that's your grandchildren. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you should worry about it, even if you're going to die in the next 20 years. Yes. So, anyway. Anything more lightning? Light, ben under his jacket. Both boys are underneath their jackets oh, playing yeah. video games because I guess oh, the, the sun, sun is bugging oh, okay. them. I was like, yeah. Yeah, they're all playing video games. They're trying my one game that's like Minecraft, but not really Minecraft, and they're all getting confused. Yeah. So, and I can't help them because I'm driving. And they're very like frustrated with certain things right now. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> well, I mean, one is frustrated. The other one is not. He just kind of figures it out. Yeah. One's a tinker, and one is not. I think the one is actually kind of more like me because I'm not a tinkerer. I think you are. Are you a tinkerer? I think mostly, I mean, I, I feel like, from the perspective of a tinkerer, when I see someone struggle with a computer, I'm always just sitting there thinking, like, just start mashing buttons already. But it's not going to break. <laughs> I think there are different people that yeah. learn different ways. I learn, I'm, I, I think that Ben and I kind of learn similar in that way, that, like, it has to be shown to you how to do it uh-huh. before you can do it. There are definitely different learning styles. Mm-hmm. Although I would still maintain, you're probably not going to break your computer if you just start mashing buttons. Okay. So it's always worth a try. Just, have, just start mashing don't buttons. Don't have anybody else to show you or don't really know what you're doing. Just start mashing buttons. So Keith's advice to everybody is to mash computer buttons. Yes. Alright. Good to know. Any other wise advice you have? Um, once you're comfortable smashing, mashing the computer buttons. If your computer stops working, then you can maybe be comfortable just randomly deleting files, which is what I do sometimes. But you probably want to wait on that one. 
kind of just poured water down my shirt. Oh. It's a little bit refreshing. Refreshing. Very refreshing. Apparently supposed to expect delays. We kind of thought it would be heavier traffic. It hasn't been that bad. Oh. We're headed back to our, our home of Cleveland today. And I was asking Keith what he was excited about. And he said his own bed. And playing a video game. Oh, yeah. Because it must be coming in the mail or something or what? My, my big um, Rag Friday purchase was a used PlayStation 3 off of eBay for a whopping $68. <laughs> yeah. So, there's one game I want to play. I didn't want to buy a PlayStation 4, and we need a DVD player anyway, so it's yeah. a win all around. Yeah. I've got to figure out, like, meals and stuff, but I don't know how I'll do that. We'll, we'll scrounge by tomorrow. I have some pork chops in the freezer. If, if you need to send me to the store, I do need to stop to, at the used video game store next to the store. <laughs> He has to stop. I have to. I just have to. He has to. It's very, very um, pertinent, I guess. Yes. Yes. I'm so sorry, Benjamin. (laughs) Daddy says mash buttons. That's his number one computer thing. Um. Yeah, you could probably go to the store and to the video game store, I think. I, I They will close at 8, though, on Sundays, don't they? Do they? I think they did. Oh, I thought they did. I always go to the store tomorrow, too. We do. Yeah. We I, just, I mean, I just have doctor's appointments tomorrow. Yeah. Or doctor's. One just one. It should probably be pretty short. Cause it's, it's, they just say, like, you're going to get the surgery or you're not going to get the surgery. And that's all they're going to say. Okay. So, anyway. Um, yeah, we are driving on the turnpike, super fun. Yes, and we, what have we been doing lately? Uh, I was making it, it was making an album list, a fun albums that I like a lot, and you differ on certain, like you like similar bands, but you like different albums of the band. Yeah. Like, I think you, what was it, the one, Copeland? You yeah. like the um, Eat Sleep Repeat. Eat Sleep Repeat album. I like Beneath Medicine Tree more. Probably because I sing Beneath Medicine Tree very often to my kids for lullabies. Because it's very lullaby-like to me. But you might not like that because it would make you fall asleep. And I sing Eat Sleep Repeat to myself when I'm in danger. Yes. I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah, maybe play a different game. Play a different game. He's very frustrated. You want to take the wheel while I play? <laughs> I guess I could technically do that. <laughs> Let's not see what we did. Officer, yeah. I got a crash because we were playing Dragon Quest Builders yeah. while I was driving. Dragon Quest Builders, you say, is similar to Minecraft? Yeah, it's basically Minecraft with a Dragon Quest-related story behind it, and the items are similar. It's very well done. It's, it's maybe like Minecraft with a little more focus if you're not familiar with Dragon Quest. Yeah. Which I think was perfect for me because every time I boot up Minecraft, I'm just like, I don't really know what to do. And this game said, here's a story, here's a quest, go do your quest. 
That probably helps. And the quests are like, hey, build this thing so you can do this other thing. And, and by the end of it, it's, it's in four chapters, and by the end of each of the four chapters, you end up building four different towns to serve various functions. So it's purposeful. Yeah. And what I really like about it is it's the ultimate Dragon Quest fan service. It was actually based on an alternate um, ending for the first Dragon Quest game. So, first Dragon Quest game, you go, it's on the old Nintendo, whatever. It's a very simple quest. You have two tasks in the old quest, which is save the princess and defeat the Dragon Lord. Um, when you go to fight the Dragon Lord, he actually asks you if you would like to sit at his right hand and rule over half of his kingdom with him, basically to join his side. And if you say no, the game is actually over at that point. <laughs> um, Uh-oh, what did I do? Oh, oh it's, still, it's, still, it's still doing oh, okay, it. Okay, good. That's doing such a great explanation. And you're just, oh. But, so, what, the, what Dragon Quest Builders does is it pretends that it's after the first game, but instead of the world being saved by the hero, the hero joined the, um, the Dragon Lord and oh, no. ruled half the you know ruled over the kingdom together and you know the whole the whole world has been laid waste and everybody has forgotten how to make things and so you come along as not the hero but the builder and you have the gift of being able to make things so you oh. help teach people to build things again and you help rebuild their towns and eventually you go defeat the dragon lord okay then don't do it <laughs> Help Helena. Try a different game. <laughs> what do you mean my account? I do, but I'm not letting you in it. You need to learn the basics. If you can't play that mode, then you can't play my game. You would get beaten right away. <laughs> you need a proper foundation. <laughs> Poor man. He's struggling. Maybe we'll work on it together later. Yeah. There's like four video game systems back there, so you should be able to find something to do. I think so. I mean, there's like a Game Boy, an old Game Boy. Yes, we have an old Game Boy, a Game Boy Advance, a Nintendo DS, and a PlayStation Vita. All in the back. Oh, and an iPad. And there's iPad. five high-powered supercomputers back there for three children. Yeah. Because the baby can't do any of it. Yeah, I mean, they could try, but... She could try. She could probably mash buttons better than that. Yeah. Maybe. Because she, would, she wouldn't try to not... To overthink it. Since they're eating Wendy's back there, that suddenly has me wondering if you can use a chicken nugget to operate a touchscreen. Because you can actually use a summer sausage to operate a touchscreen. Like, it's the right conductivity. Like, it's meat. Like, your fingers. And in fact, they, um... Is that what it's based off of? What's based off of? It's connectivity. Okay, I didn't ever like. I should know these things, but I just like never really read about. Them. It's like about a, I I don't remember exactly, but it's like a variation in the change of capacitance with your fingers touching the screen or something. Oh. It's not based on pressure at all. Interesting. But yeah, they're apparently a lot long after the iPhones came out. They're um, in South Korea. Somebody was actually selling summer sausages as like winter styluses styli <laughs> like <laughs> so you could use your smartphone with your gloves now of course we have the, the gloves that 
work correctly with that, but it's a pretty ingenious way to do it. Yeah. That's funny. But yeah, I'm just pic- I just pictured a baby mashing a iPad with a chicken nugget based on what Paul is in our back of our car right now. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to like a major game meltdown out here. Major meltdown. Oh no. Oh no. Hey Ben, why don't you play Sonic on the Game Boy Advance? I think he's tired. I didn't see him. Why don't you take a nap? I bet you take a nap. <laughs> so apparently they were up in the middle of the night because they didn't have power where they were staying. The two guys in the back. Because, yeah, the, the, the two of them were staying at Kira's parents while yeah. we were at the hotel. The hotel just didn't fit that many people. And they like to stay at the adventure zone. You need to you need to probably take a break and you need to rest. I think you really do for a nap. Your eyes are closing and they really look like they need a nap. can nap if you're overly tired and well, you sound like you are. Day, like me. I napped on Friday and it was glorious. I love day naps. They're, They're so, so good. wonderful. They're so refreshing. My number one childhood regret, Ben, is not enjoying day naps more. Yeah. You will one day, Benjamin, grow up and be like, I wish I slept more. It's <laughs> a horse. Yay. So what what other albums would you say that would be different for your? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Are there any other? That might have been the only different one. What? It might have been the only different one. The only different one. Well, you probably aren't the big. Like you also don't. You didn't grow up with Delirious, so that was no. one you wouldn't have. And you probably aren't the biggest U2 fan either. Those are probably no. the two different ones you would not have. But what would you place in there? You like Michael Jackson something or other, probably. Yeah, we're not like a particular album. That you would listen to over and over again. Yeah. So what's something that you would listen to over and that you don't get tired of? Help me! I don't know how to do it right now. I know how to do it. I do want to say one of the Ben Folds 5 albums. Ben Folds 5? The first one I listened to a ton. Okay. Like, I always feel weird, though, like, because I feel like I really haven't kept up on music in the same way in the past 10 or 15 years so like I feel like when I remember well like not even that like it's just like I don't listen to albums anymore you know like you just turn on Spotify and you hear random songs so like I was thinking that most of my albums are from 2004 2005 right exactly I feel like this stuck in time because <laughs> I, I don't even know what's yeah. an album anymore yeah Yeah, I don't even know what's on an album anymore. Even though they apparently sell them all the time. I mean, the one album that we... sell. <laughs> yeah, so the few albums that we do have that I've, like, I've listened to a decent amount are probably the Moana soundtrack. And, Fro- like, the Frozen soundtrack. Yeah. And then the Troll soundtrack. Those are, like, the three albums of recent. And they're all, like, kid... Yeah. I'm trying to think of the ones choices. where I've listened to most of the album on Spotify. Um, that the um, I just remembered her the other day. I listened to her. I forget the name of the album, but it was like a few like albums ago for like Ingrid Michaelson. Oh, okay. Um, the 
Boys Chase but I mean, it was the album called Boys Chase Girls like that was pretty good all the way through I have to listen to that I don't know her very well she does uh, I just wanna be okay be okay oh, be okay okay she also does that parachute song I used to play a while ago I think you did play her okay uh, I just don't remember sounds like, really good resonate the oh the other one that we bought lately was Taylor Swift we bought oh, yeah. all the way up to um, 1989 we didn't buy the last one we were debating which Taylor Swift album to put on there because like well Kira thinks that Red is the last country album while I think that Red is the first pop album yeah I don't know <laughs> what do you guys think do you think that Red is a pop album or a country album I feel like it's more of a ballad like maybe it's the R and I don't know almost like a, a soul album or so it's like very ballady and not so much country. Like, it's just very dramatic ballads to me. Yeah. Versus, it's not quite the poppy stuff that's in the next one. What was the name of the album just before that? Um, the one with uh, Bean and... Uh, Speak Now? Speak Now, yeah. That's the one... I, like, if I had said. to, like, pick one right the second, I might pick Speak Now. Just because I still feel like some of the songs on there are just, like... Is it so the one I, that has Long Live on it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay, I like Long Live. That's like one of my favorite songs. You're in the exit only. Oh. You gotta get out of this. I'm gonna get out of this dumb car. If this, that the person in the dumb car in front of us listening to the podcast, I apologize. I am sure. We had only five listeners last week. We went down two listeners. Oh Keith. my goodness. We are like less popular now. We went it's down okay. by 28. Point something percent. I know. I mean, that's pretty terrible. This is why things are not statistically meaningful in small numbers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it's fun. That's why I keep doing it. Isn't it fun? It's mm-hmm. fun. It's fun. Yeah. We don't do it for the for the Benjamins or whatever. Well, no. maybe this time we did it for the Benjamins. For the Benjamins. <laughs> that one back there. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty sweet. So we are driving the outskirts of Pittsburgh right now. Yeah. This is the part where, the, on the way back, the Pennsylvania Turnpike just feels like, yeah, it's just taking a long time. See, I always feel like that. I get that more on the way there than I do on the way back. Yeah. Because it just takes, like, until you get to the tunnels, it just takes forever. It feels like, I don't know. It's just, I mean, the Turnpike itself, it just doesn't go through any cities. So it's very boring. Yeah. You can appreciate scenery, and that's great, but, like, I think you and I like cities. Yeah. <laughs> we like our, our so. tall buildings and our fun like, downtowns. I like and having a lot of stuff for a square mile. Yeah, we're just city people. We live in the city. We like cities. We stopped in Somerset for church, and that was a little bit of a town-ish thing. Although, the way the buildings looked, I felt like the whole town looked like... It was built into a hill, and then the hill was like, you shouldn't have built here. <laughs> I'm going to, like, yeah. crumble every building. I know, it just felt like... It was rough. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, the like, rough. The church was, like, really new. The church, like, brand actually, new. I really liked the inside of the church. I liked those, um, it like, these big wooden arches, and then there was, like, stonework around and stuff. Wasn't there stone on the walls? Yeah, it was, yeah. Stone, it was all stone walls. Just it looked just, new. I don't know if it is new, but it, very, it looked very... Clean, yeah. Which like makes me think it's newer. I, I mean, you usually don't get that lucky that the new church looks like that. 
So I feel like maybe it was restored. They actually did. Yeah, so maybe it was restored. That's true. Usually, like, a new church will have, like, things that make it look like a drab a 1990X yeah. building. That's true. Yeah, they did. It seemed like it was a... I don't know. It seemed like it was a good place to worship. Yeah. I appreciated that the Stations of the Cross actually had the, what they were on the bottoms of them. Because oh, I sometimes thing. struggle with that. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's just because I didn't grow up with it. And that's not a practice that I'm good at. So I I would appreciate going to a place like that that has the words on the bottom. So then I can be like, hey, kids, this is this. Yeah. Instead of being like, I think this is this. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing that happened at the place. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I'd be like, oh, wait, wait. Oh, no, this is what this one is. Because I would, like, get ahead and, I don't know, just... Not the best at the Stations of the Cross because they're at 7 p.m. on like a Friday night usually, and that's yeah. like meltdown time. This is the thing: is there's a lot of things at church, and I get why they like. Well, obviously the Stations of the Cross, the Stations of the Cross. I mean, there's not there's so Easter weekend so busy, you know, you only have so many places to put things. But um, yeah, there's a lot of like activities where I'll be like. Yeah, maybe we'll go to that in 10 years. Like, a lot of, like, fundraiser type things. Like, you know, there's dinner here, there's dance there, like, start at 7 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just not... That doesn't work for... I guess if you are the family that gets your kids to bed really early and then they just stay down asleep and then you just have, like, a babysitter out or something. I don't know. Or maybe... But then it's still expensive to, like, have someone watch yeah. four kids. I can only do that so much. They want yeah. you to spend money at those church things, too. I mean, yeah, so, like, it's just... Off. It's not... It's, I don't know. It's just not able to do it, I guess. And but like, part of me is, like, too, it's, like... I don't feel... Because I don't feel drawn enough to those activities in general, which makes me feel a little bit bad. Like, oh, I'm not participating. But, like, I don't feel like our age cohort is ever going to be into 50-50 raffles, you know? <laughs> or, like... Yeah. I'm also just, like, not into the night at the... What are they... A lot of traditions oh, the at the night of the, night of the races. Yeah. Like, that's just not... I'm not a gambler. Yeah. I'm not a gambler. You're gonna have to approach me in a different way. I'm just hoping when all of us are retired that churches have tons of, like, video game nights or something. Maybe they'll... Maybe they'll catch up with... That's true. <laughs> that would actually be good. Like, go... Because where'd we'll have, you... Like, have just dance fest, except we'll all be old and won't be able to dance anymore. Uh-huh. Um. <laughs> but we could do Wii Sports. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Everybody brings out their own Wii and they do Wii Bowling. This Wii is Bowling. Because nobody yeah. has a Wii anymore. <laughs> yeah. They could make a retrofit video game thing for us. Yeah, yeah somebody, somebody will rebuild people, I'm sure. Because they rebuild all the, like, the classic Nintendo games and yeah. some kind of retro thing, so... 20 years later <laughs> what if we get in there computer late 50s like can you imagine us being like 70 something and playing bingo like it just feels so weird to think it's not something we're into and you know what they were saying that or I was talking to someone that was saying that like the bingo is kind of dying I'm like yeah it probably would because it's not something that like us as a generation we're not really into it unless I mean if you are someone who's in their 30s and you do like bingo well more power to you I guess yeah there's always exceptions to everything but that's just not. But I'm sure we'll have to. like articles in like 30 something years that are gonna be saying like millennials kill bingo. Millennials kill everything. We just do. We apparently want to rock the boat. Yep. All the time. In the best of ways. 
There's a lot of cars right now. Yeah, I'm sorry, dealing with traffic. Otherwise, I'd be more communicative. It is like that go home from Thanksgiving rush. White knuckle driving. Yeah. But like, is it a bad thing for us to kill bingo? Not really. No, I mean, things live and things die. Yeah, like, they, they have to fade in and out. Like, something has to come back. Something will take its place. Yes, yes, we're not just gonna all... Well, maybe we all will sit at home with the screens. Maybe that'll be what takes us place. <laughs> Surely we will do something with, with our time. I mean, I don't think that's completely going to be true because I think there's a counter movement, and I'm part of it. Where like we're trying to get people outside without screens. Mm-hmm. So I do think there is, like, I mean, I think there's there's chance at least for people who don't want to be always glued to the screens. Yeah. And I don't know. I like. Are we always glued to the screens? No, we're too busy for that, technically. I mean, even if we're, we're just choo- you just choose to do different things. Like, read a book. Like, you have actually, okay, I have to say, you have read, I'm not, I don't remember you reading when you were first married to me, but you have read, like, a lot more books oh, now. thank you. And I feel like you, like, even though you, and you were even saying this, that you actually don't mind reading paper books anymore. For the longest time, you would not touch a paper book. Yeah. And you actually read paper books now. I didn't like bookmark. I thought I always used to bookmark and get frustrated. But then there was only when I realized like if actually what really kicked it off was there was like one author I really wanted to read a book of and I was going to the library to like work sometimes and I saw his book there and I was like well I can't get it online in the library and I don't want to buy it (laughs) so. (laughs) Yeah you know what I realized that there is a, there are a lot of people who do want the digital copies, but then the actual book copy is like you can go get it. Yeah. And so I have, yeah. And actually, I actually kind of like the paper books. Most of the time, every so often, if I'm stuck in a dark room, it would be nice to be able to read it like on a Kindle or a phone, just because I'm stuck in a dark room with a baby who just like will not go to sleep unless they're in a dark yeah. room. But a lot of times, it is kind of nice to have that paper book because it just it just feels nice. To me, I don't know. And then you, like, you can see your actual progress in a way that, like, you can't yeah. physically see it in the Kindle, I think. I'm indifferent to the interface of it. It's more like just the availability. Whatever. If I can get it in the digital format, great. But I'm trying to get more stuff the library because, I mean... It's a great resource. I, yeah, it is a great resource. I, I mean, and... Maybe that seems stingy and I'm like not supporting the author as much, but like as like the one that's No, you are doing exactly. something for the author. They it, actually tell you whenever you go like to the to the um like Barnes and Noble, they're like, Well if like you can't buy my book, go check it out at the library. That's still doing something for me. Right, yeah, that's what the same author that I wanted to read he said is like Yeah, if you go check out the book at the library, the library buys more copies, the more libraries buy my book, it's great. Yeah. So you are doing something for the author by giving them exposure. And I have bought a few of his books. Yeah. I mean, granted, some of the authors I read are dead, probably, but... I don't know. Well, you might be getting... helping their estate. I might be helping their estate, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the person, the last book I read was, like, written in 1925. I'm pretty sure that person's dead. More than likely. More than likely. Yeah. It's a good book, though. Good. I recommend reading Kristen Lobham's daughter. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think you would enjoy it. I think it's better than that last book I made you read, oh, which yeah. you really didn't like. 
What's that guy's name? Michael and, Michael O'Brien. Michael O'Brien. Okay. I what think we have, we have. Oh, like, Sojourners, Sojourners, and what was it? Strangers and Sojourners. Strangers and Sojourners. Yeah, I mean, it was compelling in the sense that you definitely had to read to the end. Yeah. But it was just. That's just some really flowery in a weird language way kind of text. Like, it felt like it could explain, it could get the plot across in about half the words. Um, it was a little bit wordy. Yeah. And despite it apparently being like the start of like some apocalyptic series, like. It had basically, nothing to really do with apocalyptic. Yeah, basically, it's just telling the story of this woman's, woman's life. And there was like some like. Doesn't somebody wrestle a bear at the end or something like that? That's supposed to be like. I think that's supposed to be yeah. something. I'm sorry, I just ruined the ending. That's not really the ending, though. No, it's it's yeah. Honestly, that's the least ruinous thing I could explain about the. Book. <laughs> in terms well, of I have ability. to say that Kristen Lammers' daughter is completely following the life of a woman. Yeah. But there's a lot of historical, like. That was the point of fiction. it. Fiction. Yeah, I mean that was the point of it. It wasn't to set the plot for the. Yeah. Whatever apocalyptical um, series or something. It is to tell about um, 14th century Norway, I think. 14, I want to say 14th century. So it'd be 1300s. Yeah. And it, it will end in the plague. The plague. So is that that be in the 1300s? Uh, or 1400s? I forget exactly. There's many plagues, but it's in the ballpark of one of the major ones. Okay. Yeah. Well, one of the major ones, she dies. Sorry. I just she dies with well the book like, covers her whole life so yes you know she's she gonna die yeah <laughs> you know she's gonna die that's true you'll be a surprise you'll be ruining the books if she didn't die she doesn't die no she does die in the very yeah she, I mean you have to read the whole book for her whole life it's yeah. a good I think it's a good story and I think it like it it challenges you in your thought patterns and it challenges you to think about like what society upholds as a good person versus like who they really are that's what I I, I yeah. don't know that was what I got out of it mostly and I thought that was kind of interesting and what their, what their values were a lot of the his, history was kind of neat and just kind of how much we are pretty similar to them except we have less axes we carry around to kill people with so then we, we, we carry around guns instead of axes but you know yeah. pretty similar we also don't sleep under furs. Although that sounds kind of nice. It kind of sounds kind of interesting. Yeah. They sleep under furs, like, all the time. It's very interesting. They also have a lot of snow in Norway. Yeah. Probably pretty cold. Like, from May, or September to May, it could snow. That's a lot of snow. I mean, ours is really not that much different. It's, like, October to May. Yeah. So, granted... Maybe we don't live in that different... Maybe Norway is not that climatically different than Cleveland. It depends on part of the year. I'm guessing they have a longer and stronger winter, but, I mean, it seems like everybody kind of warms up in the summer. Yeah, about. at some point. I mean, they were able to grow... They have, they farmed their land, so yeah. obviously they were able to grow things. They grew, like, all their clothing and stuff, which I was just talking with someone who, at the hotel that we stayed at, who, like, was growing her own flax and cotton to spin for yarn to make things because she wants things to last instead of having our cheap yeah. clothing industry that we have like where clothing is made to throw away versus um, actually 
stay together and be more worn more than three times or once depending on when you I mean I'm actually really annoyed with like the um, compression tights I have underneath because they really have like a, this big old run in them and they were like seventy dollars I'm really annoyed so yeah I mean sometimes like if you are able to find some was it that the throwaway culture the one the book that like I was reading that by the girl from England yeah that she said that there's a pro there's a list of products you can get that are more durable because she wants people to, her whole thing is she wants people to throw away less things so there are clothing things but they're like a lot more money so it's you have to wrap your head around am I going to get this thing and not throw it away it's kind of maybe it, maybe the way we can do it is go to the thrift shop for the thing and, and somehow find the thing that's more durable because it's gone to the thrift shop as yeah, a high end item around. like I've gotten to the point now where I basically buy all my clothes at the thrift shop so now I'm buying like the cheap thing for like that was already used once for like six bucks instead of 20 or 40 but I mean there is a, the, if you go back far enough yeah I could have spent the same amount and gotten a hundred dollar pair of something that maybe would have lasted longer yeah I feel, I feel like I have such like terrible like luck with like getting holes in jeans and stuff like that though that like I still be nervous about that hundred dollar like, I okay. feel like I'd, like, kill it somehow. Yeah. Like, I killed, like, a nice pair of Levi's from the first store. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I would kind of think about that, because there is something to buying something that is well-made. So maybe I just need to make you sweaters now. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? I can't really make you pants. Unless you're going to wear knit pants. You could wear knit pants, because you do work from home, and you could be that guy. You could be that guy. You could be that guy. <laughs> um, That'll be my new motto. I am that guy. You're that guy, yes. But, I don't know. I think it is something that... It's something to think about, at least. Like, what... What is, like, a good... I don't because that knitter was talking about that she said that they found people by digging, the, you know, like, they're... You know, finding ruins when they were... Of people who had died and they found them with socks on their feet that were knitted and had lasted. The fibers had lasted and they had figured out how they had made the socks from that. And so there's like, I guess, a whole theory of making socks from the toe up instead of from the, the huh. like calf down or something. And so it made me interested. It made me actually want to try to knit socks a little bit too. Because I have lots of sock yarn, and I just am intimidated by the fact that I've never done it. Um, I'm all of a, I'm a sweaters and hats and scarves girl, and not much of a sock person. But maybe I can try. I have been thinking about that with respect to technology, because I keep thinking about... Cause my, my laptop is far older than I've ever kept a laptop. Yeah. But at the same time, I bought like a decent one used, and it's still going strong. Like, yeah, there's certain things I can't do, but it, fundamentally, I do my entire job on it. <laughs> like, it's your livelihood. It is literally my livelihood, and I might be able to sell it for $200 on Craigslist right now. Uh, <laughs> and, like, it's, it's off-putting because I go look at the new ones, and, like, to do what I need to do with it, to spec it out the same way, I literally need, would need to pay $2,000. And... There is maybe, in theory, you know, some, like, 
cheap computer that I could throw a bunch of extra parts at and spend less, but that thing might break down in half the time. Maybe that was why my older laptops didn't last six years. Yeah. Uh, so maybe it is worth it, even though it's scary to plunk down $2,000 on anything, especially something that's, you know, got all this glass and can fall off a table and, you know, suddenly be totally kaput. So maybe wait, and is it is it very sustainable? Is it known to be a sustainable laptop? Because, I mean, yours right now has lasted a long time, right? Yeah. But is a newer version of it, is it a sustainable laptop? Is it something that is durable? Actually, interestingly, the jury, the jury is still out because... Okay, so maybe wait a little bit. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I, I actually would be kind of Save proud if I, if I made a 2012 laptop last until 2020. I would be right. kind of thrilled with myself. Well, save your pennies too. You know that was the other thing that one girl would talk about. She would say that you should, um, you know, wait. She said she slept on her floor for a long time until she was able to pay for her mattress to make sure that like she was getting something good and she was she was it was worthwhile to her in that way. I mean, you can't do that with everything. Like sometimes some projects you have to actually maybe. Take but there's out probably a, a lot of things where you could like go without. You know until you. Get a bunch of you would you would make do without a couch for a while if yeah. you didn't find the right couch. Yeah. Um, even or without a table. I mean, you would either you know put your plate on the floor, or maybe if you would find a cheap coffee, coffee table, table or something like that, um, or some other. Don't be a placeholder. That's yeah. That's the other part of it is a used placeholder. And then be able to get rid of the placeholder once you're done. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one problem. <laughs> I think that some people have. They're like, oh, but I could use this for something else. Oh yeah. I mean, that's kind of what we ended up having in their living room. It was kind of a revolving set of old things that are bought from somewhere used. And now we need to get rid of one more thing, I think, at some point. Maybe this winter. I think that on January we'll get rid of it. Oh, that one chair? Yeah, it's just because it's, like, unless I can, like, sew the seam somehow, maybe I can do that. Oh, that one actually is the, the stitching's falling apart, the isn't stitching it? stitching is falling okay, apart yeah. like, out in the chair. Yeah, I would like to find... We want to chase there. But we haven't found the right one yet. Yeah. We need to go on a cheap furniture date. Yes. I don't know if we could take all our children to the cheap furniture date. Because they would oh, probably, like, gosh. break everything. Maybe we could take separate shifts going from the car if we could get rid of them. Yeah. <sighs> oh, it's not open today, is it? No, it's not. Oh, okay. I said it's closed on Sundays. Yeah. That's okay. That's good. That's, that's keeping the Sabbath, right? That's yes. right. Good stuff. All right. Well, I don't know. I just think we should let these people go because we've been yeah. talking for Poor like 38 minutes. Poor people. We've been listening way too long. Listening way too long to us. Not like you could press the pause button on your own, but... You could just fast forward through the boring parts. Yeah. Which is probably all of it. But you would have to listen to it first to find out what the boring parts are. That's true. That's true. So that means you have to listen to us twice and then we get double listen points, I think. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Take care. We'll see Bye. you hopefully next week. Bye. Bye-bye.